Hi listeners, welcome back to Motivate, the motivation and inspiration podcast. I'm your host, Dahi D, and today's guest is Tony Robbins talking about what to do when your life is out of control. Today's episode is all about focusing on where you want to go and not focusing on what you're afraid of. When you focus on going where you're afraid to go, you really point yourself in that direction and you subconsciously move yourself inch by inch towards it. And in this scenario, the best case is that you really just stay stagnant. You don't move any closer to where you don't want to be, but you don't move to where you actually want to go. And that's the worst place to be in. Because we only make changes when we're at the extremes of situations. We don't make changes when we're in the middle or we're stagnant. If you don't think your weight is an issue, you're never going to go to the gym. But if you know your weight is an issue, then you're going to go to the gym. Or at least you're going to understand that that's something that you need to work on. In any case, avoid being stagnant. That's it for me today. Thank you all for listening. I hope you truly enjoyed today's episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I remember the first time I ever went to racing school. I went to go learn to race cars. And I have a dear friend in the United States who's considered to be one of the top racers in the world. And he said, Tony, I'll take you through the racing course. I'll train you personally. I was like, wow, fantastic. So we got in this car for the very first time. I'll never forget this. He puts me in the right seat. He's driving. And he says, I'm going to show you what a race car can do. And we took off, and we were going as fast as you could possibly imagine, going straight at a wall between the corkscrews. You're going straight at around it like this. And my heart's beating out of me. By the time we're done with this racetrack, he looked at me and he said, Tony, in four days you'll be able to do that. And I said, you know what? I'm really positive, and you're full of crap. <laughs> I don't know that I want to do this after four days. That's insane, right? I'm an aggressive guy, but that was crazy. He said, Tony, you're smart. Anybody who thinks they're going to do that in four days, just learning to race, they'll get killed. That's not how I'm going to train you. He said, I'm going to put you in a spin car. I said, what's a spin car? He said, it's a car that we've developed where you're going to be in the person doing the driving. I'm going to be on the passenger side. And below here on my hand, down below where you can't watch, there's four buttons. And I can push any one of those four buttons without you knowing it. And when I do, it'll lift up one of the four wheels off the ground, and we will spin out of control in that direction. So here's what we're going to do. You're going to get in the car. You're going to drive about 120 miles an hour. He said, you're really going to go on intensely. And you have to concentrate like crazy. As soon as they see you've lost even an ounce of your concentration, I'm going to push one of those wheels, and we're going to spin out of control. And you see, see that wall? That wall is made of brick. We hit that wall at that speed. You could be injured. You could die, but you probably won't. But you get injured. I get injured, and you'd have to pay for the car. He said, so you really are going to have to pay attention now. I'm going to tell you the most important secret. Listen to me now. And listen to me now, all of you, because this is the secret to life. He said, Tony, to be a great racer, I don't care how smart you are, I don't care how fast you are, I don't care how diligent you are, you're going to end up in a spin one day. It may not be your fault. There may be oil on the track that you can't see. Or maybe the car in front of you will smash against the wall and his tire will pop off and smack in front of you. You are going to find yourself in a spin sooner or later. And the best racers in the world are the ones that live 
And he said, the way you're going to make sure is you've got to know how to come out of a spin. And I thought, isn't that a great metaphor for life? Don't we all have to know how to come out of a spin? A spin in your business, a spin like being bored or depressed, a spin, you know, in your personal life. How do you come out of a spin that determines your life more than anything else? And he said, Tony, here's all you got to remember. Listen to me. When you go start to spin out of control, just do one thing. Focus on where you want to go, not on what you're afraid of. The mind always takes you to what you're afraid will happen. You must direct your mind and body to where you want to go. As soon as he says this, he said, because what happens is when you focus on where you want to go, you unconsciously steer where you're focusing. And I thought, this is a perfect metaphor for life. No problem. I teach this. This will be easy. It wasn't easy. I get out there the first time I'm driving in this car, and I'm going 110, 150, 120 miles an hour. And you don't think that that's going to take much concentration, but it does. And he's watching me, and sure enough, I'm ready. I'm ready. Push that button, baby. I'm ready. But you know what happens? Just like in life. Life never pushes the button when you're ready, does it? It always waits till you're not ready. So sure enough, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. And then he sees me just lose a little concentration. Boom, he pumps it. As soon as we do that, we start spinning out of control towards this wall. What do I immediately do? I stare at the wall. Because that's what you do. Your eyes start to go there. And as you stare at it, you steer right into it. This is why if you've ever seen somebody or read about somebody's driving down a country road in a sports car, 50, 7,500 miles an hour, and there's like one telephone pole every quarter of a mile, and they manage to hit the one telephone pole. How do people do that? Because they go, oh my God, I don't want to hit that. And they focus on what they don't want to hit, and they drive right into it. So as soon as I do this, I start going, oh my God, oh my God. He grabs my head, and he pulls my face here where we got to turn to avoid the crash to the left. But I'm fighting him, because like, I want to see the death happen. <laughs> right? But he keeps holding my head, and as he holds my head here, guess what happens unconsciously? I steer in this direction. Now, as soon as you start steering the right direction, as soon as you start doing the right things, do you instantly get new results, yes or no? No. This is the illusion. Because you've been doing this, you've been moving in this direction, you have momentum. Even though you're doing the right thing, you'll still keep skidding there. How many follow what I'm talking about here? Say, I. Is the same thing true in your life? You bet. Guy says, well, I've been on a diet for five days and I haven't lost any weight. Well, you've been a pig for 30 years. What'd you expect? You've done the right things for three days. You've got to keep doing the right things. You've got momentum. But if you keep doing the right thing, will it catch eventually? Yes or no? Yes or no? And then what happens? Boom, you turn. So we're like this and like, he's holding my face and I'm fighting him to see the death. But, you know, keep on doing it. And sure enough, it feels like I'm going to hit the wall. And the last seconds, the wheels catch and we turn. And my heart's beating out of me. And it looks like we missed it by 12 inches, probably five feet, but in my head it was 12 inches, right? So he goes to me, he says, did you learn? I said, I learned. I didn't learn shit. Because <laughs> the next time we go, we're going, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. He doesn't do it. Keep on going, lose a little confidence, lose a little concentration, boom, spin it out. Oh my God, that's my head shoves it. But after enough times, now I start to just do it. Boom, boom. And even though we're still going in the wrong direction, I don't look. I keep focusing on where I want to go. And after a while, you get confident, don't you? And you turn, and you turn, and you turn. I have a very important question for you, all of you. If you focus on what you want instead of what you're afraid of, are you guaranteed not to hit the wall? Yes or no? Yes or no? Yes or no? Come on. 
No. No. If you focus on what you want, you're not guaranteed at the wall. There are no guarantees in life. But if you focus on the wall, are you guaranteed to hit it? Yes or no? Yes. So what I'm talking about is how you increase your probabilities many-fold, but there's no guarantee. So I said there's three decisions that control your destiny. The first one is what are you going to focus on? Are you going to focus on what you're getting, what you're missing out on? Your past, your present, your future. What are you going to focus on? Whatever you focus on, you're going to feel, even if it's not true. Second, what does this mean? Is this the end or the beginning? Are you harassing me or teasing me or challenging me? Whatever meaning you give it controls how you feel. And your feelings and emotions control what you do, which is the third decision. What am I going to do? Every moment of your life, you're deciding, what am I going to focus on? What does this mean? And what am I going to do? You want to change your life? You've got to change what you focus on, change what it means to you, and change what you're doing. And life changes immediately in a heartbeat. You turn the corner, you make it happen. Now, the question is this. How many of us in this room have ever made lousy decisions? Raise your hand and say, I. Mm, how many in this room have ever made a tough decision and really did a good job and you made it happen, even though it was hard? How many have ever done this? Say, I. What's the difference between the lousy decisions and the good decisions? Well, there are many factors, but the number one factor is the state you were in when you made the decision. If you're in a fearful state, if you're in a frustrated state, if you're in a bored or tired state, you probably won't make the same decisions if you're in a determined state, if you're in a loving state, if you're in a playful state, if you're in a passionate state. So we need to be able to change our state quickly. So we started to play with it, but I want to show you now exactly what I mean. Two ways to change your state. Number one way, a radical change in the way you use your physiology, your body. Second way, a radical change in what you're focusing on. Those two are what shift you. Now, some of you might say, well, Tony, I'm trying to change the way I feel. I'm doing this. I'm going, oh, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. If you're doing one thing with your body and doing the opposite thing with your focus, they cancel each other out and it doesn't work. But if you do the same thing with your body and your voice and your focus, then your state changes how fast? Come on, how fast? In a heartbeat, literally. Now I have a question for you. When you're in a better state, do you treat other people better or worse? Do you perform at a higher level or a lower level at work? Are you a better lover or a worse lover? Now we're getting to the important stuff, aren't we? Now I have a question for you. Can you change other people's states by your state? A little or completely? Completely. What if they introduced me earlier and they said, here he is, the author of Unlimited Power, Awaken the Giant Within, Mr. Anthony Robbins. And I walked in. And imagine, imagine they introduced me and they said, Anthony Robbins, and I walked in like this. Mm.